Hello and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and the TikTok. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, sometimes even self-care. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator and you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics. I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren H. Beauty Vibes. Today's topic is types of shampoos. Welcome back. Uh, we took an extra week between episodes for some serious self-care. Taking care of mental health has been a priority in both Lauren and I's lives. Um, and it's taken 33 years to finally understand <laughs> that it needs to be a priority. Um, mm-hmm. So this is me telling all of you to stand up for yourself and your mental health. And if sometimes you need an extra week, then you need an extra week. It's so hard to do. It's the guilt that you feel afterwards. And that's what you got to work on, you know? Yeah, I don't, I can't feel guilty anymore for taking (laughs) care of myself. I really can't. No, because I did. I felt guilty for a really long time for taking care of myself. And I, I just refuse to do that anymore. I refuse to feel guilt for making myself a priority. I won't do it. Yes. I won't do it. I agree. I'm glad you're there. It's a good place to be. Thank you. What's going on? Yes. What's going on with you? Yeah. So I have um, some products to talk about. Mm -hmm. So I am trying out the CauseRx Aloe SPF Sun Soothing Cream. Mm -hmm. Loving. I was trying out the Innisfree sunscreen and I did like it. It has more of a dewy finish. This is a K-Beauty sunscreen and it retails for about... $15. Um, so more budget friendly. I did find that when I reapplied the sunscreen though, I am starting to break out and having a lot more blackheads. So Mm. now I'm onto the Cosrx Aloe SPF sun soothing cream. I believe the price is around the same amount and I am loving it. It has such a nice texture. Um, feels really good on the face. I'm looking for something a little more budget friendly than the unseen sunscreen. So that's Mm. what I was One of my um, former students who graduated, by the way, um, who was a listener of this podcast, she loves the CauseRx Aloe SPF Sun Soothing Cream, Um, and she is a darker skin tone and no white cast with K-Beauty, so have to love that. It is all skin-colored friendly. That's Um, funny because that was a big reason that I bought it because sometimes mm -hmm. I feel guilt for buying sunscreen after our friend Scamander Mm -hmm. um, says that it leaves a white cast. I'm like, it's just like love. Like if we all couldn't get married, I didn't want to get married. Like if we all can't use the same sunscreen, I don't want to use it. So I saw that with the aloe sun soothing cream that Mm -hmm. it wasn't leaving a white cast on any skin tones. And I was like, well, if we can all use it and it's getting really good reviews, then I'm going to try it out. We should um, shout out. So who Lauren was referencing was um, on Instagram. His name is Scamander14. Um, and he has a sunscreen database. So he um, and he is not an esthetician. He is just like a biomath uh 
PhD student, um, but he likes sunscreen and he um, struggles with um, acne. His skin is acne prone. And also he likes to see if things cause a white cast or not. So um, he just put this sunscreen database together all on his own. So if you're ever curious about a sunscreen, um, what the formulation is, if there's fragrance, if it burned his eyes, like any of that. Yeah. He, he has literally all of that. It's an amazing, amazing resource. Yeah, he goes very in-depth into his interviews. He he really helps you out. And if you're looking for a sunscreen, he'll have all the information right there. Um, and I have an empty mm-hmm. this week. Um, so my empty is another CosRx product, the Low pH Gel Morning Cleanser. Okay. I did... This, Ooh, has, yeah. this has been in my Amazon cart for like six months, but uh-huh. I've never pulled the plug on it. So tell me about it. I think you would like it because it is so gentle and light. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoyed it for quite a bit, but I think that it um, I need something with a little more foam to it and acne properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, if it okay, so I'm talking about a lot of um, more budget friendly products. So mm-hmm. I have gone higher end in the past, but I'm getting down to a little budget right now. Mm -hmm. So it's giving me an opportunity to try some of these less expensive products. Um, I also was thrown through a loop the other day because my aunt texted me and she said, what's a good drugstore cleanser? And I'm like, I haven't heard those hurtful words in forever. Um, (laughs) But I was like, it's another place where like I would still go K beauty before I go drugstore. Um, so I'm trying out some new products and, um, I'm seeing where my skin is lacking and seeing where I can substitute them with some less expensive products. So of course, all of that research will be passed down to y'all for some budget friendly K beauty and cleansers. And I'm looking at BHA stuff and sunscreens as well. It's so funny because I, so you and I love the Aveda cleanser, but I am running low on it and I kind of realized like, oh man, I'm running low on it. And I normally order it from the Aveda website, but it takes a little bit. So I have actually been researching K-Beauty foaming cleansers, trying to find something with similar properties to what the Aveda Outer Peace Cleanser has. The Aveda Outer Peace Cleanser is really nice for sensitive skin, but it does have some acne fighting properties to it without being too aggressive. And so I um, have, it's funny because I was going to like, oh, I can't wait to tell Lauren that I'm, I'm on a mission for new suns or um, new We're cleanser. on the same mission. How did we do that? How did we I do don't, that? I don't know, but I am trying out the CosRx Calming Foam Cleanser, which has salicylic acid and centella AC. And then I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you, centella asiatica. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so I just that just came in the mail today, but that's what I'm trying for my Aveda since the um, CosRx Low pH Gel Morning Cleanser was just a little too light for me. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal: um, these, I think the low pH one was six dollars. I think this was about the same. If you can afford to have both, I think the low pH um, Gel Morning Cleanser was a really nice shower cleanse. Just in case, I don't know, in the South it gets hot, so I feel like you take a lot more showers, like, in between workouts and stuff. So just to, like, kind of get off that, like, first layer of sweat or buildup, mm-hmm. um, anything like that, and then having the calm foaming cleanser for, like, your nightly wash where you get everything off. So I think they're both really good, just depending on what you need. So the ingredient you're talking about, the Centella Asiatica, you mm-hmm. – um, typically this is referred to as Sika. 
C-I-C-A. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like super common in K-beauty. And what that ingredient is known for is being super anti-inflammatory, specifically for like eczema and psoriasis or burns or sensitive, irritated skin like you and I have. So this is a really common K-beauty ingredient. Sometimes you also hear it called tiger grass. Yes. I was just about Mm -hmm. to say they also do the sicka and the tiger grass. Yes. Yep. That's all that same ingredient is the centella's asiatica. So um, you see this really common in K-Beauty. Anything that's like in a green package, I think of like the Dr. Jart, like Sika pear and all that stuff. Mm. Um, That's the centella asiatica. Yeah. Shout out to our toner episode because I'm also going to try Mm. out the um, Cosrx AHA BHA clarifying toner. fun. I know. I did a lot of research and um, I definitely blackheads and bigger pores around my nose is one of my problem areas. Mm -hmm. And and around um, the time of my cycle, that's when I get a lot more oil production and stuff like that. And um, I noticed that if that's not an area of my face that is clean, I... I'm not enjoying looking at my face and I'm not enjoying putting makeup on or anything. Cause it's just, it's just putting grossness on grossness. I don't know. But I saw that, um, this toner was gentle enough to use multiple, like twice a day basically. Mm-hmm. And it's so light so it can be added maybe to my Paula's choice or will help me in conjunction with that. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Okay. All right. Well, 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 let us know. Keep us posted. Um, okay. Yeah, I I definitely went through a thing with my skin maybe two weeks ago where I felt like my entire chin was just like one big breakout. They had all Kelsey, that's what I'm going through right now. We're going through the same thing and it led us through the same journey. I I think mine is a little different reason. So I got the birth control out of my arm removed, the Nexplanon. Um, And so I definitely think my body is just trying to figure out what is happening right now. Um, so, but I feel like I'm finally over the hump. I feel like I'm finally. That's good. I actually felt like mine was hormonal too. I Mm. always um, joke that I'm going to go through menopause really early. I don't know why I just feel like my body is. And I know that every woman tells me about their hormonal acne that happens pre or after menopause. And I was like, that's what this feels like. So we still were on the same journey cosmically. It feels like hormonal. It hurts so bad. I'll tell you why it happened. It's because what I taught last week, the chapter I taught last week was the endocrine system. And it was all about hormones and how all of the hormones affect our skin. And then all of a sudden we go through menopause and then we have no hormones and then our skin is even worse. So yes, it never, Uh. it never ends guys. It never ends. It doesn't. I'm so fascinated by the process too. Mm. It's I gotta tell you, my students were so depressed by the end of me. (laughs) They were so sad. (sighs) It, yeah, it's a lot to process. Like, I think you should start doing it now in your 30s. Right. Like, just just get to know. And and that's why these um, little things that we preach and, and kind of getting to know your skin and keeping mm-hmm. it in good shape, it is all going to go to shit at, like, 55. And then you got to learn a whole new one. So I, I, I will just – I'll just say it this way. My mom told me, in your 50s, it all dries up. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. So that that's your summary, guys. That's your I summary. was – Oh, where did I see this? It was an article. Oh, it was, um, what's our beauty brains did Uh a, um, episode recently that was saying that, um, basically is hydration in K beauty products. The reason why Korean women, um, 
they age so well. I know a lot of it has to do with genetics, but they were saying that their entire skincare system is so rooted in hydration in the skin. And um, that probably has a lot to do with it. And I do think that K-Beauty, as much as we're like, it's great for teenagers, it's great for us, Mm -hmm. it's great for all ages because if you do dry up, you can just keep layering things on from these products and they're so lovely. Well, the thing K-Beauty has going for it, did this just turn into a K-Beauty episode? Um, Did this just turn into a K-Beauty podcast? Do we just stand (laughs) K-Beauty? that much <laughs> did we just become best friends right. um wow. so the reason k-beauty i think is secretly such a good anti-aging line is because it there's so many anti-inflammatory ingredients in k-beauty um mm-hmm. like sika that we just talked about and inflammation is the silent ager keeping your skin in that aggravated state it can't function like it's supposed to or even repair itself from normal daily wear and tear it's so focused on the inflammatory response. So by keeping the skin not inflamed with K-Beauty products, I think that's the secret to their their graceful aging. I, I agree. I think it definitely has a lot to do with it. Um, can we talk about con women? Con- oh, my God. Con this is women. The, this is the year of con women. It is. Con <laughs> men are out. Con yes. men are out. Con women are in. Con <laughs> women are in and they're making excellent television and we <laughs> are here for it. So the first one, which I know you have been watching because we text each other while we watch it, is The Dropout on HBO, which is wow. about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. How crazy is it that we were talking about Elizabeth Holmes like literally months earlier and then this whole thing comes out? Um, The actress, oh gosh, Amanda. Amanda Seyfried. She does such a good job. She's She's amazing. She's doing a really good job because Elizabeth Holmes definitely had some wires crossed, I would say. Um, Yeah. And what you were telling me is that they purposefully did bad makeup on her. Because as she gets a little crazier and crazier, the lipstick really, you know, goes outside the lip line and it gets a little mm-hmm. more, you know, it really mirrors her her mental state. And it's so good. So good. It really is so good. I'm fascinated by it. I um, watched another documentary on it because I wanted mm-hmm. to see more of her mannerisms mm-hmm. to kind of just see where, cause I, Amanda Seyfried's amazing and I wouldn't go like, I wouldn't to see if she was bad. Like Amanda's so good that I wanted to be like, I want to see how spot on she is to right. how this girl was. And it really is amazing to see. It also fascinates me because this did not happen very long ago. No. We were looking at the dates like 2018. That's not that long ago. No. Well, she um, just had her case. I mean, her case was in the news maybe just right. a, a month or so ago. Like she just got sentenced. So it's basically. But we have all of this like in real time footage right. of her. Like we can watch her demeanor right. and the way she acts and like what she did. Like she has so much blood on her hands like Mm. it's insane you have to watch it It, it's so bad what she did like when you really think about the multitude of like lying about something that's so important and what was interesting to me uh, an interesting factoid was that her father worked for Enron 
So girl, that was when I first started, I was just about to text you like, oh my God, her dad worked at Enron. And then I was right. like, you need to chill. Cause I text you like way too much all the time. And, <laughs> but yes, yes. I right. could like, not believe it. She saw what happens when a company oh. is a fraud. She saw yes. it as a child happened to her father. And yes. so it, it was just, it's really interesting. Um, so it's an interesting case. And what's the crazy is that it's true and it happened. And she had a lot of people involved. She conned a lot of people with this. Yeah. And she could have potentially hurt a lot more For sure. people out there. And the fact that what happened to like one of her staff members just right. killed me. Right. Oh gosh. Yeah. So the next one I've been watching is inventing Anna and which is on <laughs> Netflix. And this is about Anna Davi, da- but uh-huh. her name is Anna Sorokin. So this is the girl who pretended to be a um, socialite in New York. She pretended to be some a German millionaire, essentially. Um, she conned people out of a lot of money, including a $60,000 vacation that she made her friend put on her company <laughs> credit card. Um, oh, my God. And she um, so she just kind of pretended like she was rich and was supposed to be there. And people just kind of let her. And she stayed at hotels and racked up thirty thousand dollar bills at hotels that she didn't pay. So she is in jail now. Um, that show, I don't think, is as good as um, the dropout. Um, no. And the accent, her accent is a little cringy because she w- she grew up in Russia, but then in Germany as well. So it's kind of like a really harsh German and not quite Russian, not quite German, but definitely a blend of the two. Um, and she just makes everyone feel stupid. Yeah, definitely like a lot of good one-liners from that show, but it right. really isn't that interesting. No, yeah. it's not. the <laughs> story itself is interesting, but it's nothing that you couldn't listen to like in an hour podcast. Yes, which Netflix needs to stop doing. Everybody needs to stop doing that. What is this new trend of like they take like a little documentary mm. and they like stretch it out? It's so obnoxious. Right. But the other one that's on Netflix is Bad Vegan, which I haven't finished. So don't spoil it for me. Have I haven't either. I only oh. did the first episode. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> All right. So we're in the same place. So Bad Vegan, this is a woman who had a very prominent vegan restaurant in New York City. Um, and then she did some fraud and some embezzlement in the company. And, and we'll just go with that because we haven't finished it. So, but can we talk about how beautiful Sarma is? Oh, oh my God. This my little God. Catherine Heigl, like she looks like oh Catherine God. Heigl and someone else mixed together. She's so yeah. cute. Though. She had a, um, chef hus- husband, I think they were married for a little bit and mm-hmm. they were like the hot couple she's this beautiful blonde vegan he's a real hot chef and and they opened a restaurant together and just like just all you know definitely like what do they call it page six type people Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so um so I'm watching but that one everyone's saying is really good so I'm gonna keep watching that one and then the last con woman I want to talk about is so I've talked about this podcast before called American Scandal 
where they cover, they'll do like maybe four episodes covering some sort of famous scandal in American history. Like they have one on Enron. Um, well, they did, the most recent episode is about, and I remembered this, was a, um, she was a lab chemist who worked for the State Department and they, she would test, essentially when you get arrested with drugs, your drugs get sent to a lab where they do specific tests to say, yes, this is cocaine or yes, this is heroin. Oh, I remember this one. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. I've seen this one. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she, um, she, and she was doing more tests than anybody. She was like the star employee because she, and she turns out was forging them and lying about it. And so every test that had her name on it, they had to assume was forged. It was 21,000 tests um, and 21,000 cases, cases. Yeah. So all of these cases have to be like retried, like all of it, like the jury, um, judgment, all of that is is not usable. It has to be thrown out. So, but wasn't she doing the drugs? Too? No. So oh. she was okay. So on that documentary where they talked about the girl who was doing the drugs, they uh -huh. they mentioned this lady because after oh. this lady, they it was the same state, New Hampshire. There was mm -hmm. another lab chemist who was stealing the drugs and doing them. Why mm -hmm. taking all the tests? She was doing the meth. And mm -hmm. like replacing it with like sugar or whatever. Yes, yes, I remember that. But they had briefly mentioned this woman that I'm talking about who just for she just straight up lied. She just didn't do the That's test. So awful. And think about how many people went to jail mm -hmm. that like weren't guilty. I know everything has to be retried right. and it's awful, but yeah. One guy sold an undercover cop a um like crushed up cashew and he <laughs> went to jail for it because <gasps> she was like, Yeah, it's drugs. And he's like, no, uh, it was a cashew. I swear, like, it was a cashew. It was a cashew. And he went wow. to jail for it because she, because the chemist said, the lab chemist said it was drugs. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is insane. Con these con women. I'm here for it, though. I'm sick of con men. I'm over Yeah. It. Move over, con men. Con women are it. Con women are, are it. They are it. Yes. Uh, what else is going on? Um, I did a nice rose bath for self-care. Oh, yeah. So, How was that? It was nice. They're always so messy. They seem yeah. so, like, nice and romantic. But <laughs> I had all of those roses left over from Valentine's Day, and um, I was letting them dry out. So it was finally time. And so I took them, dried them out. I put some in front of the fireplace. It got real witchy up in her. Mm -hmm. And um, then I put some in the blender, blended them up, and put some Epsom salts in the bath. And threw the roses in there and yeah, just nice, nice and relaxing. I love that. Um, and then you clean out your tub afterwards and think about why did I do this? Exactly. I only, I do like one every six months and then I'm like, why did I do this? Yep. <laughs> so you make your own blend. Um, not because I'm trying to be special just cause I didn't have anything else in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just had some Epsom salts cause I figured just the roses, like what's that going to do? So I mean, I was, we did a whole episode where we put a whole bunch of stuff in our baths and asked us, what do these do? Yeah, I just don't think that rose petals alone, like dried ones, would really have a <laughs> much of an effect on me. But I love Epsom salts. So I put my favorite Epsom salts in there with the rose. You know mm -hmm. where I got Epsom salts recently? Aldi. Do you ever shop at Aldi? No. Aldi is a hilarious store. It is the most. It is. I don't like it. It's, uh, it really is a hilarious, ridiculous store. But, you know, times are tough. Gas is starting, expensive. Starting with the quarters. I mean, come oh, on. Like, no. 
I I mean, I don't even do that. I just bring in a bag. Because <laughs> okay. I don't do full grocery shopping at Aldi. I'll just pick up, like, some produce and stuff. But, you yeah. know, they have that random aisle where it's, like, the aisle of randomness. Yeah, anything goes in Anything aisle. goes in that aisle. And they had bath salts for, like, four bucks. And so I bought a thing of eucalyptus and a thing of lavender. Nice. Yeah. So, and they've been pretty nice. I love, I prefer Epsom salts over anything else that you can put in a bath. Me too. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then you've gone on a hairdryer journey. I am. So I've like had nothing but hairdryer problems. <laughs> um, I also have a client that I've had two hairdryers blow up at her house now. And I know now that it's her outlet and that I can't use a um, extension cord either. So I was kind of sick of it because hairdryers are expensive. And I think everybody knows that. And mm-hmm. something that I don't think people know, though, is like, the technology of a hairdryer truly matters in the end result of your blowout. So the person whose hair that I do, she is the chillest person I've ever met. She's a total like boy mom, just like, it's really for the experience of just like having somebody come do her hair for a second. And so every, the last time this happened, she's like, Oh, no worries. Just bring my, I'll just bring my blow dryer down. And it's been one of those like old cheap con airs. Mm -hmm. They, and I, I'm always reminded how bad that makes your hair. It like makes your hair in worse condition than even just letting it air dry. It's like the hair gets frizzy. It's just not okay. There's not a shine to it. So technology in a blow dryer matters. Go professional if you can. Um, but I don't want to keep shelling out money when they're blowing up. So I went to TJ Maxx and I never thought I would buy a hot tool from there. Um, I definitely think that when stores close down around the U.S., they have to send their inventory to stores like TJ Maxx. So that's definitely how you can get a stellar deal on like a really professional hot tool. But my biggest worry has always been, what if I get a fake hot tool that isn't doing anything good for the hair or might burn the hair or might, um, I don't know, the outlet might blow or something like that. Who knows? Um, so yeah, I bought two hair dryers from there. I was shocked at the prices on some of the hot tools. They had a lot of cheese there. That was cool too. Um, I was going to say, yeah. I, my chi is from TJ Maxx from when I was in college. Yeah. And I think the price is right. Cause the cheese were still selling for like a hundred dollars, which mm-hmm. I think is fair with how expensive they normally are. And then if you get it at a discount store, um, I got an Eva NYC blow dryer, which I'm really liking. Um, and I'm also trying out a hot tools one. So I'll keep everybody posted and yeah, it would be cool to give you the green light on go to TJ Maxx and get a nicer product than what you buy at Walmart is what I'm saying. Don't go for the Conair at Walmart, get yourself the chief from TJ Maxx. <laughs> okay. Well, as someone who has a Conair from Walmart, normally I would disagree with you. However, I had just saw my mother-in-law who does my hair. I got my color updated and she has the Dyson. And I mm-hmm. swear to God, when she blow dries my hair with the Dyson, my hair mm-hmm. stays perfect for like three days. Yep. And, and I, I, every time I'm like, okay, it, it makes a difference. So, you know, and it, and it- And it even makes a difference about the professional um, blow dryer because like what you're saying with the Dyson, I had um, a Babyliss though two rounds ago that was too hot on the hair, you know, and it was a professional um, blow dryer. So yeah, it's like when you find that right technology, you can feel it. It makes your hair last longer. Your hair feels so much healthier. It's, It's just really nice. I... I think I, you know, next time I have some extra money, I think I'm going to invest in a good blow dryer. Probably, you should. Probably not the Dyson. 
probably not. Yeah, I'm not there that yet either on the Dyson. I don't know. I just. I bet if I could get like a refurbed one at like maybe one of the um, conventions, then yeah, I would do it. But Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm not spending. What are they? Three hundred dollars. Yeah, I think they're like four hundred. Four hundred dollars. So yeah. Um, but now, well, maybe I'll check out TJ Maxx now that we know that TJ Maxx I can get. Um, what was the brand? Eva NYC. Yeah, and I would say like look for a brand that's like high end, and mm-hmm. I would say fifty, sixty dollars is how much the price should come off. You know, how mm-hmm. many less dollars to spend? Um, anything that's like crazy less expensive like ten dollars or something on a hundred dollar tool like maybe be a little questionable about that one maybe there's something wrong with it maybe they just put the label on that looked similar you know and it's not real so maybe yeah yeah. I just looked up the Eva NYC blow dryer and it retails for seventy five dollars how much yeah and I got it for like thirty nine ninety nine, oh. and that's why I bought it because I actually Googled it in the store. Yeah, I I, I brought my um, personal boyfriend shopper who has big <laughs> arms and he holds all my things while I um, Google things. And yeah, I thought that price looked good. It was like forty bucks off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. Well, no, that's it. That's okay. Well, I'm gonna get a new blow dryer once I have some extra money, and and I will tell you about how. A, you're correct because well I really don't blow dry my hair but every time I get my hair done by my mother-in-law and it looks so good I think maybe I should blow dry my hair but then it never looks the same but now I know why it's because I'm not using a quality blow dryer oh yeah I've totally like bought a Conair like forgetting about it like forgetting what I know in my brain and it's like it'll be fine <laughs> and then when I use it I'm like why did I do this again uh, you, uh, god gotcha yeah again. yeah yeah but, I know so yeah it is better there is better quality than Conair you know what talking about hair I think this is a good segue should we yeah should we round up this guys we are at the end of our shampoo saga we are on episode three and Lauren is finally going to tell us about shampoos that she likes. We've made it so far. We've learned about scalp Ooh. health. We've learned about sulfates. Mm-hmm. We've learned yeah. about formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. We washed our hair upside down in the shower while screaming Luda. And now yes. it is time. <laughs> to bring it on home. Bring it around town. Lauren, tell, uh-huh. us, tell us about shampoos. Okay, so I just figured we'd just go through a list of, like, different types of shampoos that I know exist and easy peasy, and then we'll tell you about some that we like. And um, also, Kelsey and I have set up a Shop My Shelf, which will have all of our suggestions on it. Yeah. Easy peasy. Please go to um, Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram, and we have a link in our bio where you can shop everything. And we have a Shop Our Shelf. So if you're ever wondering what shampoos do we recommend, what um, moisturizers do we like, what sunscreens do we like, and all of it is right there for you guys to shop. You're welcome. All right. Yeah. So first types of shampoo, regular shampoo. So this is just a balanced formulation for anyone that does not have a specific hair concern. And remember when we're talking about a concern, we have a concern in the scalp. So the next type of shampoo is a clarifying shampoo. So this deeply cleanses and it's great to use once or twice a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's also anti-breakage or strength and repair shampoos. These are really good for long hair. So I know I was saying like the point of it is for your scalp, but Mm -hmm. 
there is some detergent that rolls down to the end of the hair. So these shampoos have a protein base. Um, with hair color and normal damage, air strands can get holes in it, and the protein will fill in these gaps. Okay. This is, and when they say protein, they're typically talking about keratin, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's also purifying shampoos. Uh, these focus on the scalp, usually for dandruff-prone people. So there's, wait, ooh. what is the difference between a clarifying shampoo and a purifying shampoo? Clarifying, I say everybody can use it, and it's for the point of deeply cleansing. So that really good cleanse that you want to put your hair through once a month just to make sure that everything comes out. Purifying shampoo is more for people that are having a issue like dandruff, and wow. it's not anything you have to go to the doctors about yet if it's not a problem. Got it. Okay. Okay, so dry shampoo – this is newer. Um, we see this in a spray can. And right now we're also seeing it in mousses, which is really nice. Have you seen any of the dry shampoos in a mousse form? I have dry shampoo in a mousse. What do you do you like it? I I don't I haven't used it. I've been too scared. Okay, yeah, listen, I, listen, I'll tell you my fear. If I'm using dry shampoo, it's because I got somewhere to go. Yeah, okay? yeah. And like if it's in a mousse and then it doesn't work and then but you know what? I'll commit to it and I'll use it this weekend and I'll I'll film it and then and then we'll know if I can use it or not. Yeah, and you know what? It's not even for all hair types. Sometimes I think it's really good for like the curly girls cuz mm -hmm. you want to put like a little moisture back in there too rather than the spray which can take some of the oils out. So mm -hmm. see if it works for you, but I just think it's cool that we're going in that direction. Mm -hmm. The next type of shampoo is a moisturizing shampoo. So this addresses a dry scalp. Great for everyone. We love moisture. Not good for oily hair. There's also volumizing shampoos. These are made for fine, thin hair. The formulas are designed to be lighter, to not weigh down this type of hair. Each brand has their own special sauce on how they get the results and the benefits that it will have for you. We also have color-treated hair shampoos. Most of these shampoos market themselves as a necessity because it won't fade your hair color. These are formulated with a light detergent to not fade the color. Think sulfate-free. Um, these shampoos will have moisturizing properties as well to address the dryness that can occur after a chemical or a color treatment. So let me ask you about this because I mm -hmm. get my hair color-treated now, mm -hmm. um, but she uses um, like bleach on my hair. Like, yeah. I, yeah. So is that considered, um, like would I need to be using color treat treated hair shampoo? So for bleach, mm -hmm. um, I would address the moisture concern on okay. that. But most of the time when people are bleaching out their hair, they are following up their hair service with a toner to get the hair to the desired color. So if you are getting a toner in your hair afterwards, mm -hmm. um, a color treated hair, Shampoo may be help good for you, or your stylist could tell you to use a um, purple shampoo. Mm -hmm. I would just consult with your stylist in that sense and see what they're putting on your hair. But yeah, that's what you're saying is yeah. a great question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she does the bleach, and then I sit with a toner in for like maybe a half hour or so um, to mm -hmm. get it that like white. And then I use um, Amika Norm Core shampoo, but I have their Bust Brass, the purple one. That I yes. use maybe once a month or so. Perfect. Yeah, oh, because good. you Yay. Yeah, people tell say like think that you should use purple shampoo all the time or like they find out about it for the first time mm -hmm. and go ham on it. You really you should alternate it out. Your hair will look a lot better. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank but you. But no, you're doing the right thing. You're doing everything proper. Okay, yes. 
so there's also curly hair shampoos. These will hydrate, fight frizz, lightly cleanse, and not weigh down the hair. Um, we just talked about purple shampoos. Um, so they tone yellow out of blondes and silver-haired baddies. Mm-hmm. Um, these are also really nice on red. Oh, where'd you go? Oh. All right, go ahead. Okay. Um, these are also really nice on redheads. Um, so the color violet, because technically purple was created by Crayola. Mm -hmm. Fun fact. And it comes from red and blue. So redheads can tend to go yellow as well. Mm -hmm. And depositing these two colors by way of purple shampoo will brighten up the color. So if you're a redhead, give it a try. Mm -hmm. The next is color depositing shampoos. So fashion colors and normal hair colors are what you're going to find with these. They're temporary. They last three to five shampoos. Uh, They will only deposit color if your hair color is lighter than the desired color that you're going for. These are also great for adding. hmm? Oh, is this what you do when you occasionally have pink hair? Yeah. So I do this with fashion colors, but they also have them in normal hair colors, which is great for adding vibrancy, Um, especially for like if you're a redhead, a lot of times that will go to like more of a, it will lack luster towards the end of your, um, I don't even know the words. It's late, but whenever like, you need to be refreshed. Yeah. Like when you're <laughs> use, due for your hair. Service. Use this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> There's also medicated shampoos for any personal ailments. Tea tree is a big ingredient you see in these. Um, There's also swimmer and hard water shampoo. Mm -hmm. These don't get marketed a lot, but man, they're really essential. They're so helpful for getting chlorine out of your hair and other mineral deposits. So if you have well water, these are super helpful. Um, Also, if you're a blonde in a chlorinated pool, a lot of times you need to get some of those extra things out. Um, Malibu is the biggest brand that comes to mind. And I think they even sell that at Ulta. And it's really good for that. Did you ever have green hair as a child? Oh, yes. Oh, Did yeah. you? Yeah, I was on swim team. So I definitely my all summer, my hair was green as a child. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And that's what these shampoos are great for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing is hair loss shampoos and dandruff shampoos, which are pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. I did want to talk about shampoo bars. Yeah, because yeah, these are a newer product. Um, it's big in the natural movement as they take away plastic packaging of shampoo. And lots of articles boast that the bar eliminates the plastic of three bottles of shampoo. Oh. To, yeah. To get the product into bar form, they eliminate the water. And of course, you won't find SLS in these. So I think at the moment, these products do not produce a lot of lather. In a lot of my reading, people have referred to the learning curves of shampoo bars. The lather is a big change, and these shampoos are made to be super gentle. Many claims about feeling that the hair isn't clean after the shampoo. There is an adjustment period, and some people have found success by hybrid using a shampoo bar and occasionally using their old shampoo. After two to three weeks, their hair adjusted. Okay, Mm. I have things to say. Okay. Okay. I worry about that adjustment period and the lack of clean feeling. Um, Like, did the hair adjust or did people just lower their standards and actually accept ugly, unclean hair? Mm -hmm. Uh, As someone that's in the hair world, I see a lot of hair. So this is not shade to anybody. But just like I've seen bad hair from people that shop in the drugstore, I also see really bad hair in the crunchy community as well. Um, I wanted to 
say that if you go the shampoo bar route, I think you should redo your entire hair product system. Because if they're saying that there's this feeling when the hair isn't um, completely clean, Mm -hmm. say you usually go in with the oil afterwards, that's probably going to be too thick and heavy. So I think the adjustment period, you kind of got got to go full system in this sense. If you want your hair to work, if you're able to use a shampoo bar and get on with your life, that's awesome. But if you're kind of like troubleshooting some things, I think that might be where you're finding your sticky situation as you're trying to move over. So there, yeah, I, I side eye the shampoo bar because I, because I think of people who use soap on the skin, soap itself is dry and it has ingredients in it to keep itself dry. And so, and when, you know, what you have taught me is that shampoo is about treating the health of the scalp. So why I love the idea of eliminating plastic, I, I'm definitely skeptical hippo towards this. For sure. I'm glad that you said that because I feel that way too. And we had a few people in our DMs asking about shampoo bars at one point. So I always like to respect everybody's beauty journey. I love everyone to try everything. Um, and I like to stay open because I think if I was automatically like, no, then I'd stop learning any advancement towards shampoo bars. I'm with you on the plastic thing. But when mm-hmm. I think long and hard about this kind of stuff, if it's really not doing what it's supposed to as a hygiene alternative to cleansing your scalp, um, just buy a liter of shampoo, find your favorite shampoo and buy a liter of it or find a way to refill it or something like that. There's ways, um, sometimes I worry about fear mongering. Where's the stats about what, Mm -hmm. what, who came up with that stat? We never know. There's never any evidence. Um, but I did want to talk a little bit about some cool science. Mm -hmm. Um, there's more scientific evidence coming out about the oils in our hair. And um, they're starting to do more experiments about how much oil we produce. And a lot of evidence is saying that we all have a normal amount of oil we produce. And that does not change because we've washed our hair more or less. To me, this is a really important thing to consider in shampoo. So this is from a Lab Muffin article. Please follow her online. Um, Mm -hmm. We love her content. But she says there isn't any way for the skin to detect how much oil it has on it. Sebum is produced to a certain level on the skin and is stopped by the physical phenomenon of surface tension. So you'll end up with around the same total amount of oil on the skin, whether it's natural sebum or skincare oil or a combination. The amount of sebum your skin ends up with depends on genetics and hormones, not on how much oil you put on the skin. Skin won't adjust to the additional oil no matter how long you wait, hence why no poo simply won't work for some people, such as me. She was um, talking about the no poo shampoo method, mm. which is where people use um, baking soda and apple cider vinegar to wash, um, cleanse, and condition their hair. And I have um, my own experience with this. As a beauty nerd and licensed, I have tried every non-mainstream product out there. I have even... <laughs> gone as far as cleansing my hair with vitamin C tablets. I mean, the no poo method was just like a dark time in my life hair wise. And I don't want to go back. And I, it blows my mind that all of this information is the main things that you'll see on the internet and the cringiness of, um, me and my dad were just having a really good conversation about when you don't know better, you know, and the, the cringe moments you have where, um, 
some people will boast about these methods and brag that they're doing the no poo and they'll be the first one. If, if you're in a room full of people and someone says, I'm looking for um, a shampoo, the per first person to speak up is the no poo person that wants to tell you, don't use shampoo. It's so bad for you. Do this. You know, it is all of these methods. There's a reason why shampoo exists. And there is a reason why salon quality shampoo is salon quality and why hairdressers use it and why people like you feel that you your hair feels different after a salon service. It's a little bit of the blow dryer, the shampoo, the conditioner, the oils they put in your hair, the whole kit and caboodle, as they say. Right. I, I know apple cider vinegar is great for a lot of things. I just get so cringe when I hear about people applying it to the body and to the face. Mm -hmm. it's not meant yeah. for that definitely. no and there are it I think that it's a good ingredient it's an interesting ingredient and there even is like a professional line that I I think it's by DP Hue I could be wrong but they have like an apple cider vinegar rinse and it, mm. it's formulated professionally and there is the ingredient in it right. but that's coming, the coming that's the yeah difference. coming in with your I used to go in I mean I would go to the fridge before my shower Get out my Bragg's bottle of oh my apple cider vinegar yeah. with the with the mother host. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, trust me, I've done it all. And bring it up to the shower and run it through my hair after I put baking soda through it. And it was so gross. I did it for like about a month because because I heard there was an adjustment period, just like the internet tells you. And um, yeah, if I do have to say my firm professional opinion, it's it's fuck all that shit. Like, really. <laughs> like, what did your hair smell like? when you would do that. So they, the thing they always say on the internet is like the most amazing thing about apple cider vinegar is you, the smell doesn't come with you afterwards. And it's true. Like once you wash it out of your hair, you can't smell it, but my hair just wasn't healthy and it didn't feel good. And yeah. it, yeah, mm. yeah, it just was really gross. And I, yeah, you can just always feel in people that are doing that kind of stuff to their hair, that their hair never actually feels clean. And they think that it's a healthy moisture coating on their um, strands. But coming from a professional, I'm letting you know that's not how your hair is supposed to feel. And your hair also, your hair would do so many amazing, beautiful things styling wise if your hair didn't feel this way. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if I am confusing you, ask your hairstylist for a personal hair care routine that is tailored to your hair type and your needs. They would be more than happy to give them to you and buy from your professional hairstylist when you can and let that money go back in their pockets because it goes back to education and then further serving you on great products to buy. So. Right. And what I was going to say is you talked about buying a leader. So I think it's once or twice a year Alta does leader sale where you mm -hmm. can get leaders for very affordable, like almost like pro pricing, what Lauren and I pay for at the pro shop. So just wait for that and buy your shampoo and they'll even give you a pump with it. It's an amazing experience. Yep, it really is. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's do some actual shampoo suggestions. So okay. the first one I wanted to talk about is um, by the L'Oreal Professional brand. You would find these only in salons, not like the L'Oreal you see at stores. Mm -hmm. But it's called um, Mythic Oil Shampoo. It definitely is not for everyone, but I wanted to talk about it because it's a very unique shampoo. Um, it's like an oil blend, and it has frankincense and myrrh in it mm -hmm. as well. It's, it's for it, – it is – Jesus would use this shampoo. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not really getting into religion, but I'm talking about, you know, character Jesus. Right. Of, Jesus, yes. Jesus the person, not the Holy yeah, Savior. Yeah, Jesus the white man with that long hair. <laughs> that guy. White Jesus. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about white Jesus. 
Okay, yeah. So so Jesus would be using that L'Oreal. But the other brand we really like is Amica, right? Yeah. Um, so we were just talking about we love the Velveteen shampoo. Mm-hmm. You like the conditioner more. I like the shampoo more. I just recently tried an exfoliating jelly shampoo from them that I really loved. That was a fun experience. Um, they do sell cleansing bars as well. So if you're still stuck on trying the cleansing bar thing, maybe try it from Amica. Maybe you'll have a better time. But I personally am just not interested in trying cleansing bars in any time in the future. So it just, that might be my boundary for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she, she would do anything for love, but she won't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So Davines is also a really good brand. Um, they're on more of the natural side. If that's something you're looking for. I also like Paul Mitchell, mm-hmm. Redken, Redken's the one that always has good leader sales. Mm-hmm. Um, I did put some men's shampoos on our shop my shelf. So Redken does a lot of those like brew shampoos, a three in one shampoo, and they're formulated really well. So you can get away with doing stuff like that. And there's also Purology is a really good brand. Yeah, we love Purology. They smell so good. So good. Mm -hmm. I also trust the Biolage brand, Mm -hmm. Joico, um, Matrix, Eva NYC. And yeah, and basically anything that you can pick up at Altus or any of those places. I feel like I heard, and I might be wrong, but I feel like Eva NYC is a sister brand to Amica. But I'm, Ooh, I might and be they're marketing. Don't, don't don't you see that them going like hand in hand? I feel like I might have be making that up, but I feel like I heard it somewhere that it might be true. Also, no, because their branding is very similar. Right, it's like right. kind of groovy. It, um, it almost seems like. Oh wait. Eva NYC was created as a more accessible sister brand to Amica. Oh, yep. I knew it was real. I knew it was real. Yes. Well, that's great. I like Eva NYC even more now. Yeah, me too. I Yeah, I've been meaning to. Um, I'm going to make a little Ulta trip soon because I'm out of shampoo and conditioner and I could really use a mask. Mm-hmm. And I really like the Eva NYC hair mask. I think a lot of people have gotten it in their Fab Fit Fun mm-hmm. bag or something. And it was really good. Um. I'll, I'll tell you, I tried, I tried one Eva NYC product that I did not like. So I'm going to warn you about it is, okay. so I use the, after I get out of the shower, I use it's by Purology and it's called 21 benefits and it, it's essentially their heat protectant. Um, mm-hmm. and so I was looking for a little more of affordable one. So I got the Eva NYC one and it's mm-hmm. actually more of an oil base as opposed mm. to like a liquidy cream serum type consistency. Mm-hmm. And so with my hair being so fine, oil products really don't work well in my hair. Even if I, even if I heat style it and everything like that, it's just a little too heavy. So I will caution you. It's in a purple spray bottle and it's, you know, it's just their heat protectant, but I will caution you against that one. You should, um, you should look for, it's a 10. They have the spray. Yeah. yeah. But I just get, that would be, um... yeah, I just get the Purology one because I, I can get it. Um, I, I like the smell of Purology and and that yeah. one makes if I just heat style or air dry my hair, it looks really, really good with that Purology one. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was so good. We learned so much about shampoo, guys. You made it through <laughs> the three part our trilogy. Our shampoo our trilogy, trilogy. Yes. our Lord of the Rings <laughs> style. <laughs> are you so Sam awesome. or are you Frodo? I actually, I actually 
You know what I think we are? I think we're the other two hobbits that are just there for a good time and that end up hanging out with the giant trees. I think that's what we are. I've never seen the movie. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know know I have a Lord of the Rings tattoo. I did not. I have have a a quote from Lord of the Rings. Stop. stop. No, you don't. I do. I do. Aaron and I's original honeymoon. Aaron and I's original honeymoon was going to be to New Zealand because that's where Lord of the Rings was filmed. Yeah, that's dope. But what's the quote? The quote is, not all those who wander are lost. Oh, yeah. I just, that was like a normal quote. But I mean, it. I guess, but it is from, so Gandalf, who is the Uh wizard, who you've probably seen, but you don't know it's Gandalf, I guess. Um, Uh It is in a poem that he says that not all glitters is gold. And uh-huh. not all those who wander are lost, and deep roots will not be reached by the frost. And there that was sounds a, so beautiful. It is. There was a transitional time in my life where, I mean, I moved four cities in four years, three different states, and I just mm-hmm. I didn't know what was happening, and I was felt like I was just wandering around. But in turn, I was gaining all of these life experiences and changing my viewpoint and getting out of our hometown and just having everything you know just gaining so much more in life so even Mm -hmm. though I was wandering around I felt like I was really growing I love that that's awesome well thank you and it's so true it is so true about wandering around all the experiences you gain along the way even when you don't know what you're doing and even really beautiful even if you've never seen Lord of the Rings I can't yeah I mean, it's too late now. What are you going to do? Sit down and watch 12 hours of movies at this point? I mean, do you ever think I could sit down for that long? No. (laughs) No. That's why I never saw it in the first place. (laughs) There. Yeah. If and if you're not into fantasy, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to get into it because there's a lot of like lore, you know, dwarves and it's high fantasy for sure. Mm-hmm. I do like that kind of stuff. It's just very long. It's yeah. just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, should we talk about things that we are grateful for? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was my anniversary since we spoke. Um, March 10th, I've been married for two years. Um, for anyone who didn't know, I got married um, March 10th of 2020. And then the following week, the world um, kind of shut down because of a pandemic. Um, so my anniversary is always funny or like my wedding date is always funny because of that. Um, so for our anniversary, we went to a nature park around here called Flamingo Gardens, which is like, it's got animals and it's got, and it's a botanical garden and they happen to be having an orchid festival. Oh, they were so pretty. So pretty. And there were so many turtles. And one of my goals for 2022 was see more turtles. And I, I don't know why, but just seeing turtles in my life, they always just make me happy. I just feel so good when I've seen turtles. It just makes my day. So um, it, it was a great, great anniversary day. Anytime I can, this is really like our perfect time of year which is why everybody is in Florida on spring break right now but you know this is really the time of the year where I'm trying to do something every weekend get outside see something do something Oh, same. Yeah. And I see turtles every morning. And I think of you that oh. we have like multiple ponds on my walk and like, they're so cute how they like sit up by the grass and then they like, they huddle, they go in really quick when you walk by, like right. you're going to go like touch them or something. I'm like, no, I don't want to, I'm not going to touch you. I just want to admire you. I, mm. I just like that. They're always just laying in the sun. They're just I so know. happy. 
They're so cute with their little heads. <laughs> their little heads. <laughs> I know. I love when it's just their little heads, like, poking up out of the water yes. and their bodies, like, about down below. Yeah. Oh, I um, I also, I had a raccoon saga Um, for anyone... <laughs> Anyone who follows me on social media, you know the, about the raccoons in my neighborhood. So I live um, in between two nature preserves. So we we get a lot of wildlife. And so we have our local raccoons, um, Gary and Larry. Um, well, so my husband had texted me that. So on trash day, the dumpsters are empty. And they go into the dumpsters, you know, for dinner or whatever. So my husband had texted me. He heard the raccoon in the dumpster. So we go out to go help him. Um, and there were four. There were four in this dumpster. It was so funny. And we did a raccoon rescue mission. Um, I put the video up on my TikTok because, I don't know, people love the raccoon content. At least I at least love it. I love you it. You love the raccoon content, too. So it's been it's been a good, good week for wildlife. Yes, it definitely Did I been. purchase a raccoon stepladder to keep on hand? I might have. Mm-hmm. I really might have because these raccoon rescue missions seem to be happening a couple times a month. So I might need to keep something on hand for it. I love that. That just like makes my heart so warm <laughs> when I see you guys like helping them out and just letting them live their best life. You know, I don't I don't think of them as pests. I think of them as well, neighbors. You know, what's so bizarre, too. Um coming from north to south is yeah. like the way people treat animals in the south is like we live with them and like right. in the north like animals are such an annoyance to all yeah. of them and I'm like and now that I live down here I'm like how could you treat animals like that like people would be like we gotta get rid of these raccoons I'm like why they're you're like let them eat yeah. I don't know you mean <laughs> the cute things with hands um... yeah like I remember thinking that they were like demons and then I was like learned about them and I'm like wait what why are people so mad at them let them live yeah. Tell me what you're grateful for. So I'm grateful for coming to a place of my self-love that allows me to push through on my self-healing because that shit gets exhausting. So exhausting. Um, I just recently finished a great book last week and I've been kind of seeing some of the benefits of the lessons I've been learning with facing my demons and sitting alone with my thoughts. So it's good to see some of that click, but dang, it's freaking hard. You know, one thing my sister said to me is she always talks about growing pains, you know, because we They're know so painful. I know we know that if we're uncomfortable, it means we're growing and we know growth is necessary for change. But with that comes growing pains. And, you know, sometimes those those can be really hard, but we mm-hmm. we just got to grow through so then we can become beautiful butterflies. Yes, I can't wait. Okay, that's awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for coming on our um, Lord of the Rings shampoo trilogy with us, even though Lauren <laughs> has never seen it. Well, she knows the premise by now. She knows it by yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So if you guys have any questions about anything, always shoot us a DM or an email Um, or we're on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Um, we have a whole ass website, Beauty Guides Podcast. <laughs> Cast.com. Um, and we appreciate you guys listening and um, we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Bye.